0: everybody, it's Will. This is Thomas. And we're back with another episode of OK Boomer. First off, I want to thank everybody that's supporting our audio version of the podcast over on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and any place you can get a podcast. Hey, it's free. Just listen to us ramble.
1: Yeah, let's just ramble.
0: (laughs) Talk smack. uh, uh, We've we've already had uh, like 15 downloads within like the first month and like 20 unique listeners. So people that would just listen to it on the actual platform that they go to. Yeah.
1: I mean, give us some advice, anything that we can do different to make it better for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, if there's a book you want us to cover, just let us know. Uh, if there's a Kickstarter you'd like to feature it on the show, let us know. And uh, we will go from there. Now, during the pre-show, um, We got stuff. Did you get stuff? Uh, I got a bunch, but I don't have it with me. (laughs) Uh-oh. One demerit. One (laughs) demerit. One demerit. So I got
1: in. Ten uh, points from Gryffindor.
0: (laughs) Gryffindor, minus 40 points, plus 80. Oh. So uh, the book that I've been talking, magazine I've been talking about for what seems like three years now, uh, (laughs) finally came in, finally came in. Uh, There were all kinds of setbacks. The uh, the guy that spearheaded the project, who came up with everything, um, he had to move in the middle of everything. So by the time he got moved and settled and got his new studio set up uh, and there were there was an issue with the with the printing. So they had to go back to print. And they had to like reprint it for him. Um, plus, the paper shortage prior to that, during the end of COVID, and uh, and, and in the meantime, uh, shipping rates have like quadrupled.
1: Oh, so he, this is the one you were telling me about.
0: Yeah. So, uh, passion for drawing on on X slash Twitter uh, has been hoarding himself out on on TikTok for like the last year doing like live commissions and everything else uh and you know and selling like sketch cards and everything else uh in his TikTok shop to make up the difference in the cash so you could get all these things sent out so i finally got it uh it's gorgeous black and white artwork on the inside um there's a couple of pro stories and there's an entire um D D module at the end. Oh, sweet. So uh I think maybe one time in the future, uh maybe we should actually play the DD module.
1: I heard they're gonna do a new uh D
0: sixth edition. No thanks. <laughs> if we just go back to the first to like the first to third edition from TSR instead, but here is the cover of the book, and it is gorgeous.
1: It is nice.
0: Let me let me blow this up. Tales of Novaterra. Tales of Novaterra. He created another book um, a few years back, and this is off the world building. So it's like Conan of his, you know, kind of like Conan's Conanish stuff of his world. Yeah. So that's the front cover, and here's the back cover look a little bit like hordak but it's not it's just like one of the villains from uh one of the stories held within and uh i have to we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. No, nope, that one. No. Nope. Here we go. Um, because this is definitely not safe for work. Um, there's a bunch of creators that worked on this. Um, the, the first story is called, uh, despite your face, uh, the art is done by a uh, guy goes by the name of doodle bags and it was written, all the stories were written by, uh, most of the stories were written by, uh, Patton. uh, the second story has, uh, art from, uh, John Joseph Ball and there's a, there's a pullout pinup, uh, that came with it from him. Uh, then uh, there is art by Alan Alonzo uh, at, at the underscore Howell underscore comics on X. And then the final comic book story, uh, also written by him, uh, with art by uh, Preston Acevedo, uh who goes by at Nicky the Pipe on, on X. Nicky the Pipe. Uh, the, the rest of the stories are like prose, short stories, like you would get in the back of like the, the Conan magazine, or comic it would be like excerpts, usually excerpts yeah. from the actual novel. Uh, but these are all like all brand new stories, short stories from people, anywhere from like four to eight pages.
1: Oh, that's um, cool. So nothing too look terrible long.
0: No, but, you know, we, we I'll show you one of them and you'll be like, oh, words, words, words. Yes, I said that too, but I got to read them. Um, the first story is done by... Uh, mark middleton who goes by uh gingy gingerton that's right he's a ginger uh and there's illustrations thrown into that one uh, a couple of pieces from uh sim uh, simon Pothier, who's got his own ips and does a lot of like indie work uh the next one is d- is written by uh edward winkler no relation to the thorns uh and simon draws for that too um and the guardsmen is done by uh buzz uh edwin acevedo uh he was the one that remember we we had his uh we highlighted his uh his crowdfunder the uh the vikings the black and white viking story oh yeah 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 it yeah, goes yeah. on from my comic. yeah and he's got another one that just they just funded it was a second chance campaign a book called Bloodbone. it's like very 90s like image like
1: image art
0: like like that style it's a little more cartoony in, in some cases it's an ash can that's gonna so it's it's the first appearance of the character the original one had a full chromium wraparound cover oh sweet the second cover was done by somebody else so the chromium's not available they're all sold out um, but there's, and they, they, for the second chance, there's actually, uh, a short, like four page story in there from another creator too, but using his, his character, Bloodbone. Um, so we did that, Simon did more work, uh, and then, uh, Bill Diaz, uh, wrote, wrote one and, uh, Max Hedstrom did the art, which is awesome. And then the uh, the role-playing corner is Attack on Longhome, written by Rob with illustrations by Clayton Barton, Pat Maxton, and Rob Schaefer, which is passion for drawing. So, here's like the inside cover with all the stuff I just read.
1: Yeah, the art is pretty good. Yeah. It's like a hard stock cover.
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah. yeah, it's it's a very thick cover, and the and the paper is 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 like nice and thick too. Um, this is the uh, opening page for the uh, Joe Ball stuff.
1: That's a lot of damn ink.
0: Oh my god, his his the detail of his work is crazy. He's the he's the creator that. Uh, is doing that book that i showed you uh death 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 it's a yeah. 300 page graphic novel in three different formats all hardcovers. so if you bought like all three versions you can get a black and white one you can get a color one and you can get one done in ma- uh, manga style i get the manga one so i can leave it in my daughter's bookshelf and she'll read it after i'm done with it She'll at least look at it. His, his, like the right in the middle of the book. Yeah. The one eyed purple people eater up top on that, on that right page.
1: Yeah. Something
0: chasing the, chasing the guy. Yeah. This, uh, this is the story. There's like a story in here just about the orcs.
1: Bard's Tales.
0: Bards tales. That's where the uh, the short stories come in. Short words, words, words. That's the Max Hedstrom art right there.
1: It's not bad either. It's a little lighter. You can tell it's a different artist. The inking's not as heavy.
0: Yeah, here's another one of his. There's a lot of there's a lot going on in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> and this this starts Tip. like the this starts like the uh, D&D module, the D&D module. Is it, so it it's you, magazine size. It's magazine size, yeah. Um it starts off gives you an introduction, like a story overview, and then, you know, there's notes for the game master uh player hooks <laughs> and you know already made pre-made characters to play. It's like a low-level adventure.
1: I don't want to sound terrible but those are usually the best.
0: Go to Monsters.
1: Mm-hmm. Little Fiend Folio stuff, baby. The Sword and the Scroll. Letters to the Studio. That's yep, the old. So- uh, that's the title for the old uh, Conan magazine uh, letter page. Oh yeah, yeah. Swords and scrolls.
0: This is the pullout that you saw like a smaller image. They took that panel, they blew it up into a double, double spread pullout of Joe Ball's like title page. Oh, cool. This was an original like concept for a uh, for the for the cover, and i said he was. We're gonna use that as a panel. We're going to shrink it down so it's going to look super tight and then we're going to blow it up and make it like a pullout uh also included uh is his chromium like chrome sticker for his uh his imprint which is uh dreadvale studios hmm. tiny look oh squirrel
1: just like uh, a bird skull or something
0: yeah, this is the uh, this is his original character that was in the prior book,
1: <laughs>
0: and on the back, everybody got a free sketch card that back really? physically. And this is the this is the one I got. So I got original art with this. Oh, sweet! And that that's a character actually from somebody else's uh, crowdfunder campaign from like two years ago. But they it's got free, them. free original
1: Stop art. Free original
0: Stop art. On. Stop, honor. <coughs> Enough out of you when you go to the Chinese restaurant. But I said this wasn't safe for work, and then I got a bunch of books from. Uh, these were like all like sale books, so none of the prices are what I paid for them, but. I got a my my first Superman pal Jimmy Olsen book.
1: Your first?
0: Never bought one before. Really? Um, this one's yeah, pretty you know, beat.
1: Dark sides of Jimmy Olsen's villain.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, this one's a little beat up. It's uh super, Superman uh, three hundred from two thousand and one.
1: Yeah, that's a good book though.
0: Yeah, it's a great cover. I got some more, uh, another beat-up copy of Legion of Superheroes, like issues I didn't have. Yeah. It's just odd to find issues I didn't have, because I've got like, you know, over a long box of Legion books. Uh-huh. So, really? And I got this beautiful, this is not my first Superman's Girlfriend Lois Lane book, because I've got the first two Silver Age appearances of Catwoman. Those would beat to hell. This one, however, is probably like, Jason Like maybe like a six five to seven zero because it's like a color break in like the bottom corner. But look how gorgeous that cover looks.
1: Yeah, that's on the Super Dickery site. I may have that one. I'd have to look it up.
0: <laughs> hey Lois, you're a pain in my ass. So
1: <laughs> I'm gonna break the damn. Ice happy anniversary.
0: I think we all know that he's just trying to reattack. Uh I got a I got a cool uh DC Superstars uh summer special featuring Aquaman, Black Manta, and Orm, Ocean Master.
1: Oh, I hadn't seen that one. Just in time for the movie.
0: Oh God. don't get me started.
1: Did you watch it?
0: I watched like the uh the in-between scenes that they put up there and and some other stuff and it just uh cringe, cringe. I mean, it still looks great, but I won't mind waiting like a year to see it for free. I'm like, I don't know, doobie, yeah. Uh, I have a copy of this, but it's a really bad copy. Uh, so I grabbed this one, which is a much nicer copy.
1: That Superman One, yeah you should have hollered at me i got two or three copies of that
0: um and then i bought a bunch of hello love you
2: sir.
0: i'll see you tomorrow i bought a bunch of like pre-crisis wonder woman
1: really it's cool
0: like eighty stuff this this next one is uh it's a three-part story they used to do the things that would look like a book on it yeah so uh let me show them in order at least uh, did you
1: get any with the hunters in it
0: actually yes this book has her in it um Sweet. this is book one this is uh one woman book one this is a three issue epic guest starring just about everybody list uh, book one, Judgment and Infinity. That was good. Uh, book two, Seven Against Oblivion. And there's Helena Wayne.
1: What numbers are those?
0: Um, let's see. The first one, uh, 291, 292, and 293. Okay. And then two ninety three is countdown to chaos. I got a two sixty six, a, uh, a three fourteen with Cersei. For some reason, I've got two. I've got two of these, but it's one of the crossovers with the Titans. Oh sweet! It was a two-parter, so this might—I might have—I think I had the other one, but I didn't have that one, and I probably got them at like two different shows and just forgot what I bought because I—I tend to do that a lot. Yeah. It's a three sixteen.
1: Some of the covers for Wonder Woman were so damn awesome.
0: Yeah. This is stuff from the eighties and the covers are like still popping.
2: Yeah. Um
0: I got some infinity ink. Ultra humanite.
1: Did you get any McFarlane?
0: I thought I did, but I it doesn't look like I did. This this could possibly be a Todd, but I'd have to like open it up and check. Because that that's like number eight. I think that might have been like the last one he did. Uh I've got number three, but that's that's a Jerry Rodway cover.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like Orway
0: too. And then I've got I got uh number forty five. It's uh a crossover with uh the Teen Titans. So
1: Hey I am out of here. Okay. Huh. Sweet. You did get some decent stuff.
0: So, yeah, I got some, I got some stuff.
1: Yeah, um, the only thing I got, I got to get it, show you, I got my Steve Rude stuff signed for my sister.
0: Oh, signed that, for your sister?
1: Yeah, she got it signed for me for Christmas.
0: Oh, okay. That's Which, cool.
1: She called, uh, apparently, uh, she said that she... Uh, they put it in the mail late or it was running late, something like that. So she called them because they had a, you know, Hey, call us if you have any questions. Mm -hmm. And She talked with Steve's wife and she's like real apologetic about it. She's like, Hey, we're going to throw you something special in for making them, you know, whatever. So they threw another print in signed. Oh, nice. For free. So, yeah.
0: I got a, I got a free signed print, but back in the Kickstarter, like he offered it like late in the game. I think he offered it like later on when uh, he knew there was like a, a printing delay. Yeah. He said it was, a, you know, did a big apology, like, uh, you know, email through uh, backer kit from Kickstarter.
1: I've watched the documentary on him. I don't know if you've ever watched it. Yeah. I mean, and he's had some issues. But he's he's leveled back out and he's straight and he's just the nicest guy, dude. I've talked to him a couple times online, mm-hmm. and my my sisters talked to his wife. She knows he's probably my favorite working artist, and I know that sounds crazy. But if I had to lay one out, dude, Rude is better than ninety nine percent of the people drawing comics. Uh, what? Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, and and he can draw a comic. Better than most of the people uh, writing the scripts can tell it. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he's just like, Yeah, dude, I'll send you some more stuff. Uh, so, I've got multiple, multiple things signed by him, and I just have yet oh, to get nice. a chance to meet him in person. Um, yeah. I do have, This is Your Not Safe for Work. It uh, shows you how damn old we are.
0: Uh, <laughs> but I'm.
1: Uh, a picture of uh Steve Rude uh the Superman picture I used to have hanging back here before I put the bookshelf up I don't know if you remember it
0: yeah yeah
1: Superman holding up the rock in the volcano Mm -hmm. I bought that poster in high school so in the 90s and it's been in that same frame since the 90s it's never come out and it's always been hanging up until recently and uh I just always saw that. I just thought it was a joke. If you remember the movie, you remember Good Times
0: at Ridgemont High, huh? At Ridgemont High, no. Or Good Times, the TV show.
1: Good Times, the TV show. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. With, with uh,
0: yeah, with Dynamite, with Dynamite.
1: And uh, <laughs> remember, they went down, and he had the guy downtown paint a picture of. He said it was Black Jesus, and it was the hobo down the road. And he went back and put it on the wall and took the regular picture of Jesus down and mama got so mad and she said that picture of Jesus has been on the wall since before you were born you better take take that picture of that damn hobo down and put my picture <laughs> back up that's kind of what I've told the kids about that Superman picture it's been up there since before you were born you better leave the damn thing alone. <laughs>
0: i forgot this bag right here oh god so um my girlfriend just came back she's been at her mom's house with her daughter all week and they went shopping and they went rummaging through like the hot wheels section oh sweet and she picked out this entire bag of like hot wheels cars for me now, last year for my birthday, she bought me like the '66 Batcopter. I already had one, but uh, we got it like the week before. But I took hers because she she wrote like a little note on it and taped it on it. So I left I left it the way it was, and I I opened the other one. Yeah, I actually opened the toy. So they're just making like all these like variants of like the Batmobiles. They're doing the McFarland. We're just gonna repaint everything. Yeah like on a weekly basis Did well you st- it turns it turns out some of those things are worth a crap load of money really some of them are like treasure hunts
1: really oh sweet that's red is it it's like a dark red maroon ain't it
0: it look it looks kind of like purple to me okay but- maybe it's a screen but yeah maybe it's just like the way the lights heading it. I haven't I haven't even looked at like any of these oh here's like a version of the Tumblr.
1: that's cool you can't tell me that you didn't recognize your baby out there jumping over rooftops
0: oh it must be the sketch edition it's white and black
1: yeah from uh listen the one from the uh movie
0: yeah it's like it's like it's the 89 Batmobile, but it's it's done like uh, the way they painted it. It looks kind of like a dog. It's like the turbo thing is the nose. and You can yeah. see like the eyes and the eyebrows. Damn it. But I'm like, I don't know what's in here because I've never, I haven't looked in. Oh. Without knowing it, we have our Star Trek mention.
1: Bull crap, dude. Hot Wheels is not doing those. Yep. Oh, Jesus, I got to get some of those.
0: Uh, Hot Wheels screen time. This is two of ten. This is this is like the the fake crack universe there with Chris Pine. You can tell because the nacelles are all fat. Um, They're not fat. They're pleasantly plump. They're big bone, damn it. <laughs> uh this has nothing to do with it. this is just a cool looking car
1: a little green one
0: yeah let's see, let's see. oh we got a double of that one
1: yeah I saw the new mcFarland like the big uh one six figure blackmobile from the animated series he's doing it looks
0: good oh yeah this looks like a uh The guy that used to make, like, all the funky cars in the 60s? (laughs) Hot rod. Let me get a ride in your helmet. No,
1: thanks. (laughs) Do you go around my helmet?
0: No, sir. There's the animated Batmobile in purple. Yes. Passing gasser. I didn't
1: know Hot Wheels were still do, going that strong.
0: Uh, well, I think it's because Matchbox went out of business.
1: When did they go out of business?
0: Um, I think just a couple of years ago.
1: So who the hell's got the license now?
0: Um, for Matchbox, nobody. Hot Wheels was just basically cornered the market because... At least i think so new for 2023 it's a jello mold racer Pitch <laughs> my dessert and yeah, just like little cars and odds and ends one more no, I don't know what this... This says it's a special feature. One of ten uh, Hot Wheels art cars from Track Manga.
1: Huh. Who's the manga on it? No idea. No idea?
0: I'll ask my kid.
1: She probably but, read it right off.
0: Yeah. Only if it's one that she watches. Hey Jason, how are you? Yes, how you're still going strong.
1: Yeah, I didn't know they did the dang of Star Trek ships. I'm gonna check those out, dude. I I love anything.
0: I've got I've got like, like, a, like that. I've got like a short narrow box over there with like another like dozen Batmobiles. But they made uh they made like a, a short compact 66 Batmobile. It looks like a rat fink car. Thing. And it turns out that's like a one per case car and it's going for like $75.
1: You remember, um, was it last year, year before last, I was at somewhere and I found the new, uh, the big light up star Trek enterprise, the big, mm-hmm and I got it they were talking about reselling it and I I just never did I just put it I left it in the box put it in the closet
0: yeah I don't really have any closets over here so I hide stuff behind the bookshelves and it's like in totes and boxes but I will be getting that bookcase behind me like all set up with stuff so
1: yeah I noticed that it's like creeping up on you
0: like like Michael Myers so Billy Tucci is back with she number one 30th anniversary original art edition. Uh, for the first time ever, the masterwork that launched the Bad Girl Revolution in the 90s returns in this 112-page original art edition.
1: So is it like like an I would say an ash can, but like a like unfinished art? Basically, like an artist edition.
0: Yeah, it's like an artist edition. Um, it's got like the the entire books in it. Oh, cool. But but I think it's I think it's just like the art. But I've got it. The one the one that just had remember the white cover that just like had her face, but it wasn't detailed. It was kind of like the eyes and her lips and eyebrows just like popping out in like the middle of a cover.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I got that one. Uh, and then I bought one that was signed, and then I realized. I completely forgot that the the other one that I had he signed on the inside.
1: <laughs> Damn it.
0: So this uh twelve days left on this. Um I've got the original She Omnibus. I got it like last year. Um and it's over on the shelf now that I've got you know lots of books and stuff up there. I'll pivot the camera around later. Um but uh we'll take a look at the trailer quick and See what they got.
1: Yeah, I will see some original art.
2: Hello, everyone. She Creator Billy Tucci here, and I'm so proud to announce the launch of our latest Kickstarter campaign, the She No. 1 30th Anniversary Original Art Edition. The groundbreaking masterwork that literally changed the face of comics and launched the Bad Girl Revolution returns in this premium-formatted 112-page hardcover edition featuring the never-before-published original artwork from the book that started it all, 1994's She Way of the Warrior Number 1. The SHE number one original art edition is literally a project that is 30 years in the making with every single original art page, penciled inks, hand-painted colors, and letters all rescanned scanned and digitally remastered back to their original glory. And to celebrate 30 wonderful years, we are also offering lots of other SHE-related items, including prints, apparel, commissions, coins, and special editions, including the never-before-seen she way of the warrior number one ash can featuring my 32 original pencil pages and the best part all 112 pages are complete and ready for press and a quick fulfillment we just need your help to fund it thank you for an amazing 30 years we are forever appreciative of your amazing support your faith and together we are all she strong thanks a lot you know it might
0: just be me, but if he didn't draw, he'd be selling us used cars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Billy. Yeah. Um, so the uh, the goal. The goal good though. Oh, yeah. The goal on this was 5,000. Obviously, blue bet past that. It's at 44,013. 12 days to go. A whole bunch of unlocked stretch goals. Uh, and the uh it's not a much yet but the next stretch goal that has been announced is there is going to be a sewn in satin uh bookmark ribbon for the book
1: oh cool those are always classy and it's cool how it's like like, it's
0: like a color wipe right here so
1: like the first four or five issues is how much what was in it then
0: oh no this is just the first issue
1: but it's 121 pages
0: yep pencils and inks full color retouched
1: oh so it's got all of it in there yep okay i got you
0: and the pencils up ash can First ever eight-inch acrylic tree standy. Original art edition signed. That's what I was T- saying. It looks like a remark or something. Yeah, t-shirts, hats, uh, card binder. hd pearlized metal edition so it's a it's metallic hardcover with like inlaid pearls on it oh sweet 30th anniversary she coin
1: excuse me oh that's really nice
0: yeah you can you can get them to do uh, cover quality commissions. so like on the on the on the blank cover of like the uh, the pencils up, uh, straight up commissions. So take a look here. Uh, digital edition of it is fifteen dollars. Uh, the She 30th anniversary celebratory pin is $17. Uh, the pencils up ash can is 20 The standy is 20 Ball cap is 25 The coin is 25 Uh Way of the Warrior uh, blank cover edition is 25 And also you can drop down menu, add on like a, Commission sketch, cover sketch from Billy on it. She thirtieth anniversary T-shirt, not big enough for me. Uh, Cod binder is thirty-five. Two uh, XL and three XL T-shirts, still not big enough. Uh, Forty dollars, and the original art edition is fifty dollars. uh 30th anniversary uh remark print is $50 uh shirt and cap combo is 60 shirt and cap combo for a slightly larger people is 65 uh the she 30th print gallery so you can get all the prints for 90 uh and the she 30th anniversary bundle is a 100 so it's the hardcover of the artist edition it's the pencils up cover it's the uh own, uh anniversary pin and the 30th anniversary coin sketch cover edition so if you want to buy the a sketch cover from them you get the book and the sketch for a hundred dollars which is pretty cheap
1: yeah that's pretty cheap for a uh, sketch
0: yeah, the 30th anniversary uh, HD Pearl Metal Edition is $140. Uh, one of everything, please, is $575. Now all I can hear is Queen singing, I want it all. <laughs> uh, she 30th Original Art Sketch Edition. That's that's what we saw. That's where that panel's from. Yeah. So this page, it's like a tip tip plate. What they put in he does the original sketch on it that's 150 uh and full-blown like 11 by 17 commissions are like 7.99 not yeah. like they are <laughs> it says it right there 7.99 it's cool so that was i think it we'll we'll do a we'll do a double take last week we we checked out the david finch art book uh, for his marble stuff and uh this week we'll check out the Billy stuff. We'll see what's floating around next week. What was
1: the last money? Uh the last money amount you saw the David Finch art book.
0: <laughs> oh god.
1: I haven't even looked. I'm curious now.
0: I don't How's... know. Like one million dollars. Good. Oh, Jason knows Chad Townsend. Uh, Black Phantom uh, collects Hot Wheels. Cool. I used to collect MacDocs cards when I was a kid, and I had a bunch of antique ones, and then I got stupid, you know, as 21-year-olds will, and I stole it for, like, a tenth of the value to this jerk's uh, stepfather. The money was – I got, like, $500. Because there are a bunch of antique ones with like small pieces, like construction pieces that had like metal girders and like stuff from like the 50s and 60s.
1: So um, he's got 19 days left to go. Do you want to take a guess?
0: Like around 150?
1: Not quite.
0: 130. Pretty damn close. $130,000. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Did he ever add any rewards? No, dude, it's like you get you can get the regular paperback for 50 or the hardback for a hundred bucks.
0: Oh, they changed it. It was it was the hardback for fifty.
1: Limited edition book with just jacket, hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, but it's so, that's sold out. Uh
1: yeah, all gone. Yeah, yeah. So so
0: literally the only thing you
1: can get now is the paperback. Hardcover hardcover edition. It's not a paperback. It's, yeah, hardcover edition.
0: Mm. Yeah. Uh, like I'd pay fifty bucks for a hardcover edition. Yeah. I will not pay fifty bucks for a for a paperback. That's probably why I never bought like the big giant uh Walking Dead compendium. Cause they were like they came out and it was like, cool, it's got like the first hundred issues. It's a oh, first fifty issues rather. It was like a hundred bucks. I go, hmm. I paid eighteen. And I got the whole run digitally. Damn it! Uh, sad, sad point is, it's just going to sit on a hard drive, and I'm probably never going to read it. This? <laughs> the show burnt me out. The creepy stuff that I bought digitally, I will definitely go back.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to read the creepy as I've been getting them in 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 uh, hard hard cover, soft cover depends.
0: Mm-hmm. But um, well, you know. When guys get older like you, they sometimes they need the depends.
1: <laughs> Damn it, man.
0: Uh so I wanna I wanna give a quick plug to uh our friend uh, Thomas Hull from uh World at War Comics in Kingsville. Uh he has successfully funded. There's a day and a half left and He's doing a huge giveaway as a thank you to everybody that supported him, shared his stuff out and everything on the World at War Comics YouTube channel tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific. So that's like dinner time for us. Um, he's going to be giving stuff away like every 10 minutes.
1: Oh, sweet.
0: He's giving away uh, indie comics that he, that he bought doubles of, specifically as giveaways, some of them are like complete mini-series, some of them are like uh signed variant covers. He's given away uh a bu- like ten different copy ten copies of uh Kingsville number one. He's given away some of his poker chips that uh have the cover of one of the issues of cover A of number one and cover A of uh number two on the poker chips. Um he's giving away Doubles of McFarland figures. Oh, sweet. Uh he's even giving away uh two exclusive San Diego McFarland figures away. The 85th anniversary Superman one, which I personally didn't care for, it was the one that they just kind of like splash painted like red and blue on him. Yeah. It it looked like a college, did a fraternity prank, and like, you know dumped buckets of paint on a statue, but it's, it's still like super limited because it was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Uh, It's for like the 85th anniversary of Superman. And then there's a, uh, there was a Batman one. He's got like one of the 12 inch uh, flash statues and a bunch of like exclusive pops and some uh, imported uh, Optimus Prime stuff and, So it's uh, 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, because out in uh, California. Hmm. That's, t- that's tomorrow. Uh, hmm. I thought I wasn't going to be able to uh, go and check it out, but turns out my girlfriend's back home, and she has to go to work tomorrow. So I will be sitting back here trying to win some stuff. Oh, well, I'll be at work.
1: Oh, well, that was fast. Wiz Comics. Number two. You pick this one out because you yep. never read it. I don't think I've ever read this one. If I dare, And I've never I, read I, it I
0: because I've got two of the Shazam Treasury editions, but I don't have this one.
1: Really? Um it is reminiscent the cover. We were talking about that last week. It is very reminiscent of action comics number one a little yep. bit more violent but very reminiscent of action comics number one
0: yeah um, uh i was taken aback by one of the lines that we'll see in a little while um but for anybody who doesn't know there's a there's a big story behind like Fawcett comics and uh cap the original captain marvel yes the only captain marvel sorry marvel fans uh DC bought Fawcett Comics to put them out of business because Shazam was burying Captain Marvel. Shazam was burying the Superman titles. Yeah, but now
1: they sued them originally for copyright infringement.
0: They they, tried. uh,
1: I thought they won.
0: Um, no, Marvels,
1: not Marvel DC. I thought they did won they, did they win and that's why they had to end up they had to end up buying it from Fawcett because Fawcett was forced to sell it to him
0: yeah and then they put out that like in the 70s because they had the tv show yeah uh which if you scroll through creator's outlet i think it's episode 15. i actually s- sat down and interviewed uh Jackson Boswick, who was the original Captain Marvel on TV in the 70s. Oh, sweet. Um so they got it, they put out like the 70s, and I've gotten a bunch of them. I don't have a number one yet. Because that's that's still high up there. Uh and I've got it, have got a number 20 somewhere. It is, it looks like it got dropped in a mud hole and somebody ran it over with their four-wheelers a couple of million times. <laughs> because I had it off the spinner rack from when I was a kid. I used to, roll, to watch Shazam in the afternoon, go outside and play, bring my bring my Shazam comic with me in case my friends were like in the house eating. I'd be able to read it for like the 50th time. Um, I just thought it was a cool cover. I didn't find out till about 20 years ago that it was the first appearance of Black Adam in DC Comics. Damn it. And it's worth a shit ton of money it was (laughs) it was until the Rock played Black Adam and now it you know it might be on a wall for 20 bucks damn it um but then there was the then there was the Marvel suit because they didn't produce any Captain Marvel Shazam books at DC for X amount of years and then they tried to sue Marvel when Marvel came out with Captain Marvel
1: yep and then they changed it to Marvel.
0: Marvel, and then it ended up becoming so they couldn't call the big red cheese Captain Marvel anymore. Yep. Although the only part of the second Shazam movie from DC worth watching, the actor that played Billy Batson on the TV series was in that movie. Dressed up in basically the exact same outfit that he wore day in and day out on that show. Never changed. Uh and he's walking his dog as uh the new the newer version of Captain Marvel is getting his butt kicked. Uh and everybody's cheering him on. Come on, you got this. And uh he yells. Go get him, Captain Marvel! And I'm like, I don't think DC cares if Disney tried to sue him over it. So, No. Um, but that that was the only good part of that entire movie.
1: I didn't realize this was from 1940. I mean, this is like, dude, he's like the third superhero, maybe. Maybe the fourth. Because mm-hmm. you got Superman, Batman, wonder woman was right around the time and captain america so i mean (laughs) and then you got all the other ones
0: there's a reason we call this the golden age yep that and the fact that we wish we could all pay 10 cents for comics
1: (laughs) damn dude yes (laughs) so cover is reminiscent of action one i said superman's picking up a car on that one and crashing it with the bad guys in it, and Shazam, you know, to one-up Superman, just slings the damn car into a
0: brick wall. <laughs> As the guys go flying out of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I didn't
0: realize this was, that Wiz Comics was like an anthology. It's all short, it's all like short stories.
1: Yes, and I read them all, uh I got all the way through Scoop Smith, and uh, just, it's been a It's been a day, dude. I've been up since, like, the butt crack of dawn. I got up, went outside, and woke the chickens up. (laughs) Uh, So I missed the last two. So we can skip them. But uh, um, I did enjoy. I actually really enjoyed the origin of Captain Marvel. The thing that got me is, okay, this is, I don't say critique, but looking at it from a modern perspective and reading the book, it reads fairly modern. I mean, it is not really bogged down with uh, with words like a like a DC book at this time, yeah, or or a Marvel book. It reads pretty quickly. The other thing that kind of got me is the I do not say the expositions, but the dis the descriptions of what's going on seem to be out of place. Like like here. Um, you know, we got Marvel comics like the first one right here. He's uh we see Billy Batson calling for papers, he's selling them, and then it's like night in, in the city. You know, they should have moved this over so you read the city first, night in mm-hmm. the city first in the papers. And you can see it as it goes through the book. A lot of times the you know something'll happen and the the description of what the hell's happening is below the dialogue. It's a yeah. little weird. But that's where they're trying to figure it out but yeah so billy Batson's selling newspapers and we find out he's a freaking orphan sleeping in the damn subway and the guy's like follow me so billy you know just skips whole stranger danger shit. and yeah i'm like
0: him. i go i know back in the 40s i used to hear stories from my mother and my my dad's mother and you know well i think in the good days we used to we didn't have to lock our doors yeah. We did, but we didn't have to. We could leave our doors like wide open and we wouldn't care. Neighbors would drop by for coffee or no. just to say hello and not anymore. No. You drop by for coffee now, you get shot.
1: Yeah, unless I know him unless I know you coming. But uh yeah, so he follows down into the subway and this freaking art deco damn subway car pulls up with no driver. Yeah, the uh, Kryptonian
0: Express. Oops. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> and they get inside of it and then they follow it to the end of a cave. And there's a giant cavern. And they get out. Um, the car stopped at the end of the at the end of the line, the boy and his phantom companion step out on the platform resembling the mouth of a weird subterranean cave. And then, you know, of course he he's a little nervous. He follows down. There's these giant seven statues there. I can't remember what the last one is, but, you know, it's, and they're all, you know, pride, envy, greed, hatred, selfishness, laziness, and what's the last one? Injustice? Uh, gluttony. Uh. Sh- Doesn't look like gluttony. Mm. But yeah, Seven Seventy.
0: Dis- I was like, he looked and fat, and I'm like, oh, never mind. That's just my reflection of the screen.
1: Damn it. Seven silly does. Yeah, so he like like right here. They got the picture and then mastering his courage, it's a little off. Yeah. The old man sitting on a marble throne as captain speaks. You know, that should have been on top. And then, you know, well, so he goes in and he's introduced to the wizard, Shazam. He says, you know, how do you know my name? And Shazam tells him, he says, I see everything. He's got a freaking super television that shows him what the hell's going on, the the historama. Um, and, of course, he does have, on the wall behind him, his name written out, and he tells Billy that he's using his powers for years to fight evil in the world. And uh, this is where we get uh, all of the strength of Shazam, mm-hmm. uh, the you know wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. For 3000 years, I've used my wisdom, strength, stamina, and power, courage, the speed of the gods have given me to battle the forces of evil, which every day threaten to extinguish man from the earth, that son, And during that time, I've seen everything throughout the highest and the lowest. Um, I've watched you from the moment you're born on the screen. Your wicked uncle drove you from his house to make your own way in the world after your parents died leaving so dude his parents died he went to his uncle and apparently they left him an ass load of money and the uncle wanted it all so they threw him out and made him an orphan
0: he threw threw him out and then lied and told everybody that Uh, oh no he said too. Yeah, (laughs)
1: it sucks Mm -hmm. um so he keeps talking to him, and then he notices there's a giant-ass block of concrete up there that has, like, a little bitty string holding it up that's frayed. Um, but yeah, all my life I've fought injustice and cruelty, but I'm old. My time is almost up. You shall be the successor merely by speaking my name. The mightiest man in the world, Captain Marvel. Speak my name. And he does. Shazam! And then, of course, the lightning, and and Billy turns into Shazam. Um, I salute you henceforth. I shall be sacred duty to defend the poor and helpless. Right wrongs and crush evil. And he's like, yes, sire. And kind of the old man finishes up, and then he tells, you know, Shazam, speak your name again, and you'll return back to your form. So he does, and as he does, the damn concrete falls down and smushes the wizard. It's
0: like, okay, this that's is, this is this is reminiscent of uh DC originally killing Joker in his first appearance.
1: I'm like, damn. So uh Billy goes back to his normal life and he's like, oh, it's all a dream. And the next morning, you know, he's he's selling papers extra, extra. It's you know, mad scientist threatens US radio system, demands fifty million dollars. You know, give me a paper, kid. Damn hoodlums. Uh, I want to read about the boss. You fool! Shut up! You know, let's get going. So Billy hears them talking about the boss, and he kind of puts two and two together, and follows them to a like a, a big deluxe apartment building, and he gets chased away by the doorman. You know his doorman powers. So Billy decides to go to doorman move. <laughs> toward bamboo uh i've got to see mr morris it's important you can't see him get out or i'll throw you out unable to trail the strange men to their apartment billy calls on sterling Moores to tell him what he heard on the radio so he billy breaks past the dude and runs in there to talk to the guy i've got something to tell you about the phantom scientist it's it's all right raymond let the boy stay um i follow him to the sky tower apartments Where they were going sky tower admitting that's nonsense, boy. Why don't why don't you tell me they they live in City Hall or the Capitol Washington? Yeah, see, here's it is Billy at Sidley tells a stranger suspicious looking. That should have been at top. There's no serious matter, boy. I'm in no mood for joking. You better go before I lose my temper. So Billy finally tells him, What if I prove it to you? Will you give me a job? And the guy's like, Yeah, no problem. I'll give you a job. And uh he sets off to prove what the hell he's been telling the guy. So he takes an elevator to a building across from the the towers, the sky tower apartments. Mm-hmm. And you know, he doesn't believe it, but he says the world, the word and he turns into Captain Marvel, which allows him to easily leap across the chasm to the next building, where he goes in there and he finds, Dude, this guy looks like uh, uh, Gorzola or uh, Gonzola. I can't remember from uh, uh shit, Evil Dead, not Evil Dead. Uh, Judge Dread. You fools, you know, won't won't I demand the radio station money forever if they don't give it to me? So time passes up. And he's going to use his device to block out all the radio signals as Shazam breaks in, crashes through the window, and picks old dude up and slings his ass into the radio stuff, radio equipment. And, uh, you know, of course, another man makes his escape, gets into the elevator, but Shazam is strong enough to peel the door off the elevator and then grab onto the damn cable and pull the guy back up.
0: Elevator and all, all that grease on it.
1: Yes, <laughs> he hauls the car back to the penthouse and knocks the guy out.
0: We, we need, that, need to take Captain Marvel to the to the county fair so he can he can win that grease uh, pink contest. contest, contest. <laughs> yeah,
1: Will Silva, your uh, end end of your radio science. No, we'll end me. We'll meet again, Captain Marvel. His work completed, Marvel confronts the scientist. That, and uh, breaks the screen. We'll meet again, and you'll will. When we do, you'll be behind bars, or dead. dead. <laughs> dude. Yeah, they're not like <laughs> pulling any punches back in the day. This is the this same is thing some with this batman
0: with public problem. serial shit.
1: Yeah, I guess I ought to hold on to our friend. So he he changes back in front of everybody to Billy Batson and mm-hmm. calls the newspaper reporter or the radio reporter who comes out he explains everything and he's like hey can i get that job now yeah it's yours you'll be known as billy batson radio reporter billy batson radio reporter oh boy here's here's to where we go to the town uh me and you and who else oh nobody just me and and the microphone that's all so billy almost just spills the beans that he shazam but I don't think the guy would have believed him. Billy most uh, almost let the cat out of the bag that time. Don't fail to be on hand next month when we, when when he and Captain Marvel go to town.
0: Um, so this is this is the first appearance of Captain Marvel.
1: First and appearance of Captain Marvel.
0: First appearance of Doctor Savannah.
1: Yep. Shazam. I mean, all of the first
0: appearances. The Wizard, everything. Billy's Boss, yeah. uh, the radio station that uh, they end up naming after this comic. Because later later on, he's working at the radio station. And then in the 70s, they updated it so he's working at the TV station. So he's a cup reporter at Wiz TV.
1: Wiz TV. Well, I'm going to tell you, for a first issue from the 40s, it read very well. And the art was actually pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, It was much better than I was expecting. All the art in the issues I read were actually really good. I wanted to go back and look up and see who did the art, but I haven't had a chance. Um, Now, this is Ibis, the Invincible, the second story. And of course, they're at a dang museum in town, and they're talking about a, you know, a mummy here that has got an ibis on it, which is the symbol for rebirth. Yeah. Um, and you know, I guess he won't come back to life again before the morning. But as soon as they leave, he does, and he's got the ibis staff, which uh, or the ibis stick. Um, which he commands and it pretty much does anything he wants. So he commands mm-hmm. it to make him close and it puts him in a damn red turban with a black suit and he heads out into the city.
0: I the walk- thing that I thought was a flashback to another book we covered where uh, Zatara gets killed.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And this looks like Zatara's arch nemesis in that book.
1: Yeah, and he has to go, they have to go to the, like, it's not the negative zone, but they go wherever to save him. Um, so, Ibis walks along the street, and finally there's a, like, big old breakout. You know, they'll be killed, they can't stop. It's a lady who's stepped out in front of a damn fire fire truck. And uh, Ibis uses his magic wand and a spell to create a damn tunnel. That the train goes under and it comes up and then when it comes up you know he goes around does a few things I want to book you know passage to Egypt there's a you know ship sailing it's $400 fare and he just conjures the money bloop, and gives it to the guy who looks shocked because where the hell did this money come from um, then as he leaves he sees a desolate family who's been kicked out of their house, dude. This is sad shit. And he's like, you know, hey, don't worry about it. So give don't give me a worry, I'll give you a new house. So he transforms their hubble into this beautiful house and gives her the damn deed to it immediately. And, you know, she's all, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, And I do like how the hell nobody seemed to notice that he created a giant plastic gangplank that went from the dock to the ship, and he ran all the way to the ship.
0: Yeah, that was that was like a little crazy, yeah.
1: And then, this is cool. We get our little history lesson here a few nights later. Lights out the captain. We're in the war zone now. Those waters are full of enemy submarines. So the war is full-blown on here, and they're blowing up enemy submarines. Um, And they go to blow up the one that Billy's on, but he turns the bomb around. He reverses the course of the torpedo, and it instead blows up the sub. Now, as strong as he is in this book, they could have used him to do some other stuff. Yeah. um he makes it to the ancient ruins looking for his lost bride and he sits there you know the civil civilization has gone mad as the U.S. is bombing the living crap out of Israel not Israel but Egypt excuse me um Hibis reaches the heights of a European city and the heights of a terrific area the city's almost been destroyed this is horrible destruction it must cease And he's strong enough to create a force field over the entire city.
0: Yeah. I was like, wow.
1: Yeah. And, of course, they see the bombs not landing, so they kind of give up. And uh, the people are like, hey, there's no food. You know, we're going to starve to death. So he just creates food out of thin air. And it's as tall as the damn building next to it. Um, And now, you know, can you direct me to the museum? So he does. But unbeknownst to him, there's a burglar, like, following behind him. And he goes and wakes up his true love he's been looking for, Princess Tia. And as she comes out, she's still in the glass cage. But before he can release her, the pickpocket runs by and grabs the damn wand. And, of course, he turns around and stops and chases after him because he's powerless without it. And he leaves Tia there. Stuck in a glass case. Yeah, come... Next issue, Cleopatra out. under glass. Cleopatra under glass. Maybe under a rug. <laughs> um. So, this story, we can kind of skip over if you want to. Uh, Golden Arrow. This is Green Arrow before Green Arrow. This is... This is Tarzan's knockoff.
0: Yep. So I found the information in the book. Oh, did you? Yep. Um The writer writer, colorist and editor for this entire book are all Bill Parker and CC Beck was the artist on the entire thing.
1: Oh my god. So those two dudes did everything.
0: They did the entire they did the entire book. And uh, for an H plus, it just took credit as the executive editor.
1: Well, the damn writing is good. The art is really good. Colors are nice. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was the same guy. I figured on one or two of the stories, it was the same guy. But on all, all the stories he did.
0: Yep. It, it just lists. Um, oh, wait a minute. Let me see. Oh, there's. It's a drop-down menu. My bad. Um. So. Okay, so the uh, the Captain Marvel story is, is all Bill Parker, uh, wrote it, colored and edited. CC Beck did all the pencils and inks. On on Ibis Ibis uh, was Bill Parker and CC Beck. Uh, Golden Arrow was Bill Parker. Uh, pencils and inks by uh Pete Costanza and colored by Bill Parker.
1: Didn't Costanza go on to do other work?
0: Yes, I think so. I'll I'll click on him to see what else he did. Uh the next story is Spy Smasher, which I thought was kind of cool because uh back in like the uh the 80s, early 90s, Spy Smasher was my favorite goofy villain for Captain America. Really? Um that one was written by Bill Parker, and he covered it as well. C.C. Beck did all the art. Um, then there's the uh, Scoop Smith, who's like the
1: uh, – Sam
0: Spade. Yeah, Sam – kind of like a – but he's he's like a reporter. So, yeah, like a Sam Spade or uh, Jimmy Olsen with balls. Um, written and colored by uh, Bill Parker. Uh, and the art pencils and inks were done by – greg duncan
1: oh sweet
0: um and then uh the lance casey story like the sailor with his monkey <laughs> a boy and his monkey oh dear uh, <laughs> he
1: said monkeys need loving too
0: yeah <laughs> see my monkey touch my monkey wrong show uh was written by bill parker and penciled and inked by uh bob Dang it. Dang
2: it. And
0: the final story, Dan Dare, Seals of Doom, uh, was written and colored by Bill Parker and uh, penciled and inked by Greg Duncan.
1: I hope Bill Parker got paid. I hope so. I don't,
0: I don't think he's around anymore uh,
1: yeah so he did a lot of work on this
0: book yeah. and, and uh, pete costanza uh his work history uh pencil or inker coat uh cover artist uh creations uh there's like and then there's there's links that you can go to uh for images uh as as pencil work ink work and cover artist so I'll click on the cover artist to see what we got. Um I didn't ask for an ad. Go away. No. Yeah, I don't think this this could be the same Pete Costanza that he worked in comics for like a thousand years. Because that was nineteen forty. Yeah. Unless this is his uh unless this is his son. Uh because it lists his his cover are as doing uh the cover for uh Batman Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne Earth Twenty Two, which is Joker Who Laughs, uh Lantern Corps Core stuff, uh the Batman Villains. Uh, Superman, Clark Kent, Santa Claus. So he's uh, still drawing Aquaman and Wonder Woman stuff.
1: Oh, sweet! Yeah, he's still definitely working.
0: Um, and he worked on, um, Captain Marvel Adventures, uh, Volume Sixteen. Uh, no, no, Volume One, like the the collected editions uh and there's there's like a whole bunch of you know pictures and then there's like file pictures of like his a lot of his work for like whiz comics uh 103 106 108 and 126. so he worked on on the original captain marvel forever
1: well his art's really good it's very clean compared to some of the other art of the time yeah um so we got golden arrow here and it's the story starts out with golden arrows parents um his dad's creating a new lighter than air dirigible fuel which is going to be easy to produce and will allow them to get up off the air and it's not as flammable as the current fuel uh so he's trying to prevent another hindenburg yeah um you know, of course, they uh, to test it, he builds a giant balloon and he's going to go all around the world to show them how well his fuel does and everything else. And they take off from the uh, majestically great balloon begins to leave the ground, the journey from the Atlantic to the facility. Um, and of course, they head out and they're super happy just to be out but it doesn't take them long to get to you know Egypt and they get to Egypt and you know here's a you know say a drug lord's house but they got a big wall all the way around it all the doors are locked and the houses are inside um, and with some luck Parson sees a secret worth millions of balloons Brad Braddock outlaw ex munitions uh, supplier um spies from his three million dollar ranch house and the boom the actual balloon goes out but they have to change the landing format so that good old steve doesn't break every bone in his body he just breaks his damn feet Mm -hmm. um and of course we got our rednecks here that see it and they're going to shoot the balloon down, but they don't. Unharmful of his danger, Professor Parsons and his would-be Bailey are left towards death. So Parsons is actually a kind of a recurring character, and we find out here that he's helping, unbeknownst to him, Shazam, who,
0: you know. He's not helping Shazam.
1: Well, you know what I'm saying. He saves him. Yeah. And uh, provides him cover later. But the, the mount line, like, escapes. And when uh, Captain Marvel sees it, he's like, look, buddy, will you pay some money and we'll relieve him? So he finally does, and he gives him, like, $20. And after that, the uh, grandpa just unloads and kills the, damn, kills the mount line um unhurt by his by his attitude. You know, danged if you ain't a little cute type, Georgia. Uh Gaga, not Georgia, Georgia. Nugget takes the baby outside. That's his name, Nugget. Leaving the child behind along in the 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 black back barricades along with uh the trial left by the mount lion. So that's what happened. The murdering thieves sent subtly by fantastic eyes. So he goes out and he finds the thieves. And, you know, he doesn't do anything right now, but goes back and sees the baby. And as he grows up, we discover that he's getting stronger and stronger. He's strong enough to pin a bear. He can outrun a damn antelope. Um, First
0: appearance of shirtless bear fighter right here.
1: Shirtless bear fighter. (laughs) That was supposed to be real good, and uh, hell, he's he's smart enough to actually shoot the head off a snake to keep it from biting his biting his adopted oh. father. And then we discover the arrows are made out of solid gold. So, um, the arrow goes to make the guards. Uh, he doesn't even carry the arrow, the gold, and the guard. Go- guards anymore at the
0: restaurant because he's afraid they're all gonna walk um so mean, it, arrow, it's it's kind of a cool go- a cool trope to uh, you know his arrows are solid gold but why would you make a weapon out of something that was a soft metal
1: yeah well he he did not think <laughs> um at the golden arrow sus- suspends the magnificent white salient leader of black and white horses so he saves his horse and he rides out to find the old man in the house who's had a heart attack. And he takes him back, and the old man finally tells him, um, your father's name was Parsons, Bill Parsons, and he, and Brad Braddock had him murdered along with other people. To buy the damn property that his dad owns, the 75 acres, he's got all the blueberries on mm mm-hmm. grind them into the ground and then put another damn plant there put something and uh shazam's a little like uh i don't know if i could do this and you mean golden he, arrow yeah golden arrow not shazam golden arrow is so he slips away and heads into town where he does find the kind of like the head of the mob here i could have sold it during the last war but i held on to it now with another world growing, you can ask, what can we get with it? And you know, Billy just makes it in there. They call me Green Arrow. Uh they call me Golden Arrow, but my real name is Roger Parsons. Um, never heard of you. What do you want? I want the formula stole from my father, Professor Paul Parsons. Give me a break. You know, it's a lie. Get him, bonk. Yeah, dude, they did not have very original names for the the, the damn higher muscle here. Bonk and, and Bruiserhead or something. <laughs> Where's that? Yeah. So anyway, they attack, but Golden Arrow is actually good enough to draw his bow fast enough and shoot the weapons out of their hands um and all the time while they're doing that fighting well he has to run and get some more ammo because he's running out but the three amigos there managed to force themselves into a safe room and uh you know while they're in the safe room uh billy heads off to find what he needs you know of course he finds more headlines you know mysterious uh odor gives gives gas formula armed experts and the police and they discover that the u-boats at this time are sinking anything that comes into or out of america because they didn't want america into the war um yeah could, i'm sure continue to follow the adventures in Wiz comics yes spice masters this the one you read yeah, Um, I wonder if the dollar amounts are a little off.
0: Yeah, I think I think they were all, all the money that's quoted all through all these stories seems like 2023 prices.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be 20,000 of, you know, kind of retro an air aircraft carrier and straighten it up. But nothing's wrong with it. Then, uh, you know, in Egypt. They send a balloon in to to damn blow up the side of a ship, and you know. Meanwhile, up ahead, there's the navy dirigible that's stolen from the, the mooring mask and vanishes out of sight. The, the giant submarine, equipped with very modern safety device, meets this up. So it goes down. The damn balloon does, and it crashes into the rocks outside of the river. Um. And then, of course, now we get some little talking here. I tell you, where uh, these things were not accidents in Washington, home of Colonel Navy. See, that should have been up top. Yeah. I don't know why it got on my nerves, but it. I had to reread some of it twice. Um, so there's Pat with his uh, girlfriend or fiance. They're going to get married. Um. Whoever the leader is is a genius, and, and all he can talk about is bringing these guys to justice. Uh, what about the Filipino of yours, Zambu? He's not not a chance. He doesn't speak a word of English. Besides, that he isn't even brave enough or clear enough. Um, sorry to brush you off like this, Virginia. Those pow- powers got to get us up powerful in the morning. I know, dear. Phone me tonight for a good night. So he heads off leaves his fiance and heads to where he thinks they've taken the actual chemical formula and everything um and he bumps into the mob i do not like the mobster's face mask yeah it looks like damn cobra commander
0: yeah like a like a grifter thing
1: yeah so they head in and of course they're opening the damn safe they get all that out Spy basher let's get out of here um meanwhile uh count dracula there's taking the damn formula back to the boat where he's going to take off and he does um Spice basher swiftly comes back to the roof where he had launched his crusades And Spider Cut considers a long craft comparing the airplane to the speedboat and Supreme. So he heads off. And finally he finds the damn, uh, what do you want to call it? He finds the damn dilapidated deck just thrown to the side. And he's like, this has got to be it. So he heads in. And uh, while he's heading in, the guy's ship goes down and of course they get picked up later um and then the next day they go to see his buddy um who has created a set of brass knuckles and weight that he can hold in his hand to try and just deal with it Um moments later started by the leader well that makes those plans a task um you won't keep Keep me long, Spy Smasher. No. So he beats him up and, you know, they haul ass. But as they haul ass, there's a big fight. Was it here? You got the next, page. next one. Whoop. Anyway, Perry, not Perry, but the guy in charge of the newspaper decides to give. Uh, Elaine a big raise. He gives her like a $6,000 raise because we find out she's working for just barely above minimum wage at the time. I guess here, 19 bucks an hour. Um, you're always anxious to find Admiral Corby in the answer of this month's next issue of Wiz Wizard. The Scoop Smith story was pretty good. I don't know yeah. how far did you get? Did you read the whole thing? I read
0: almost the entire thing yeah
1: yeah so we're about the same um and they head off um scoops actually going to try and figure out uh the list of former employees who stole some paperwork and they're afraid it's gonna go uh they do head off because shortly after that they discover that the museum was broken into And the only thing they took is the damn Ice Obscura and the damn uh, airplane. Mm -hmm. Or not airplane, but the uh, crematory box. And they head off. He says, when we get there, friend, you'll see. But I'm already feeling sick. Uh, Most interesting. Please uh, sit down, gentlemen. So they get a little plastered so they're not uh, as upset. And they go see the man who actually owns the damn train. He's sitting at his desk, you know, with light coming in behind him. And he's, why the hell haven't you sent somebody down to fix, to, you know, fix our drills? Well, we don't have anybody. But dude, I'm so tired of that. So they don't have anybody. And they're going to use, the Joker is, he's going to use the reverse engineered chemical formula that he has and uh kill everybody in the theater so he just turns it on and thank god dr allen here has enough wits about him to get an allen wrench to disconnect the damn uh on off switch in the in the uh hansel system Um, and of course they do capture billy again and they put him up on the wall and nail him down with crucifix. You know, feeling the straps slacking toward my lungs. Um, he does try knock one or two of them out, but he ends up being on the wall. And they tell him, look, we're going to try and forget this and put it behind us, if you'll let us. But if you won't, it's over. So he goes to sleep after he chokes this old man. And when he does, the next day, um, the old man's dead. They shoot him. Um, and they head him out. You know, everybody wishes him, you know, hey, can, can, good luck. He was a marvelous guy. No problem. You know, the boy's taking a nap. What else? How would you like to do a little road trip? So, Grandpa gets him to go out, and he goes up toward the top of the North Pole where they can look at all the trees that they don't have. (laughs) They go to South Pole, excuse me. Lance O'Casey. This story is good. It's easy to follow, but I had questions as to what the hell was really going on. And I understand Lance saves the day by stopping the Nazi uh, breakdown of the you know uh, sewing pads and everything else because he should have already had it, but he doesn't. So he heads off, and Lance manages to pull up onto a boat. I guess he's wanting to be by himself, and he starts uh, rearranging stuff. So he cleans out the pet shop and. Puts him a cot in there. And meanwhile, while he's doing that, here comes one of uh, the friends back to the drug house to let them know that he's out. We're going to have to really watch what the hell we do. Um, And, of course, the guy with the glasses is like, hey, you ever tried to kidnap anybody? This dude's as big as me. And he's got an attitude. No, you're not kidnapping him. Um after driving in the, the hooligans are counting in, in the way in the village. So they're getting to count each other while what's his face goes out and finds black footprints in the water. Um and it's also in, in the zoo they see some. So but in the water now there's a frigate that tricks out. Uh, Late at at night, the gate, uh, Brian, Brian should anchor the drops from your belongings in Hilo. Huh. So they head out down the river, and eventually they get into a big-ass fight. Once his face goes to take off, and they blow up the damn helicopter. And that's kind of it. This story didn't really do it for me.
0: No. No. It was just, a little loose.
1: Yeah, just a guy ending up kidnapping a lady, and, you know, she's a magic trick person. She's got her her tiger and some foods, and the guy's going to shoot her, um, and he's doing it out of revenge because he's mad he lost 11 years of his life. Um. So... He does that while Cap throws the damn shield at him to see what the hell. So the terrified natives scatter to their jungle and propped up machine gun. Lance doors broke down. So here comes Lance, the lion there, and he's tearing the doors down because the, the little bitty lap cats ain't cut. They do finally manage to subdue the panther but when they do uh they have to end up getting him some more like decorations or something for his uh credit card but before he can do that the damn tiger eats him (laughs) Uh, yeah it's gotta suck um
0: poetic justice kind of
1: yeah the dinghy's gone small board and the small the small native guard who lance showed me swimming here uh through barracuda infested waters would be injustice hold tight mr Ly- uh mr hogan so they're actually not going to swim through the damn shark infested waters they're going to catapult to the rock which they do and you know of course as they talk for a little bit um Brian manages to convince them, and they let him stay on the boat as the acting commander-in-chief. Yeah, I didn't get this part, dude. Seals of Doom. Um, sorry, y'all. I was just tired. Looks like it's the last story, too. Yeah. Yeah, I have to read it tomorrow. Um, Lucky Seven Contest. What in the hell is that?
0: So, it was kids would write letters in. And there's like rules and stuff uh follow these simple rules which is in in the small print and the best one gets a 25 five dollar cash prize then a ten dollar then a five dollar and then the, the 10 after that get like a buck a piece which would buy you 10 comic books so
1: for dinner
0: yeah yeah and i was i was at that part uh because i was reading it when i was sitting with my girlfriend earlier and uh i go hey, I wonder if this coupon's still good. Sure. I'm like, oh, no, January 15th, 1940. It's a couple yeah, weeks yeah.
1: out of date. It's out of date, yeah, a little bit. Just
0: a couple <laughs> weeks. Just a couple weeks, yeah.
1: So they had a, uh, that's the contest there. And then, hey, kids, read surprise magazine, Me- Mechanic Illustrated, learn all about airplanes, tools, speed bolts, and benches as That sounds actually really good. It'd be kind of cool to dig up a couple of those.
0: Get you in some learning.
1: Yeah. And then last but not least, this is the back of the book. You can get this beautiful desk for only one damn dollar.
0: It's made out of cardboard. Is it? For a dollar? Even in 1940? Yeah. It's cardboard. I don't know how that typewriter is going to balance on that.
1: Yeah, it says, trimmed a sturdy fiberboard, so yeah. <laughs> but, hey, it's a dollar dollar desk, and you can get a typewriter with it.
0: They it's was, a typewriter. is what we used to have to do to write letters be, before computers.
1: Damn it. There are very few, um, car, uh, not cartoons, but ads in the book. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah it's a true 64-page book because they were you know there were three ads on the back and like one or two in the front front and that's it
0: well one it was 1940 there wasn't a lot of ad money going around and two it's it's like their second issue so they're just it's the first appearance of captain marvel so it's they're like who
1: two <laughs> damn it
0: he's he's like superman only better and in the future we're going to outsell him and they're going to put us out of
1: business (laughs) it was a really good issue big thing like i said writing was pretty smart a few of the balloon placements were a little uh, little weird but they were learning and the art was amazing especially for a golden
0: age book for a golden age book it had really good yeah Shadow Punk agrees. Still really cool
1: art. Yeah, it was very cool. Art. Very, very cool art. I enjoyed it. But all right. Well, I'll have to get you a book for next week, man. As I have not had a chance to pick anything out. Like I said, I'm about to pass pass out. I got up at five o'clock this morning and been going all,
0: all day. I've been I've been trying to wonder whether you got the hiccups or the dog keeps barking.
1: Oh, that's me. I gotta get up and get me I gotta get up and get me something to drink. <laughs>
0: All right everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh and we'll see you next Ooh. week with uh Thomas the Wonder Dog and his barking hiccups.
1: <laughs> you can go to heck. Yeah. Thanks for bye. Being out. <laughs> bye everybody. Have a good <gasps> night. <laughs> bye bye. <man. laughs>